Wednesday marked an extraordinary turn of events in the United States as the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, spoke before the Congress for the very first time. Uh, I was brought to tears by many of the things he had to say. I think this was a mercy on our nation that we got a speaker such as Mike Johnson is. I'm going to introduce him to you a little bit today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. I'm going to jump right into this because it's a pretty extraordinary thing uh, to see the United States Congress get a Speaker of the House that actually loves and follows the Lord. This is certainly the case for the new Speaker, Mike Johnson, who hails from Shreveport, Louisiana, the first Speaker to ever come from the state of Louisiana. And like many of you, I have been praying for a good outcome to what I think, frankly, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the parliamentary tricks that Matt Gates pulled to unseat Kevin McCarthy. I wasn't a huge fan of Kevin McCarthy, but uh, as the weeks have gone on and the nation teeters on the brink of World War III, one has to wonder what the Republicans, the, I call them the showboat Republicans, and we sure have a lot of them right now, a lot of people running for Congress who are more interested in their social media platforms than they are in governing the nation. But I think the Lord has been merciful to us to give us a speaker who actually loves the Lord. The Bible is very clear about what it takes to have a nation see the blessing of God. In Psalm 33, verse 12, we read, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And if you're watching what's happening uh, in our government right now, then you know that we are a nation absolutely under judgment. Uh, I'm not the only one, by the way, who's really excited about uh, about the appointment of uh, Mike Johnson to the U.S. House of Representatives to be the Speaker of the House, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but this man is this the Speaker of the House is literally just three people down from being the president of the United States. So if something were to happen to the uh, to the president, which, you know, I mean, let's be honest, not that hard to imagine that if something were to happen to the president, uh, the Speaker of the House is actually very, very close in the line of succession. So it's pretty, pretty important. And Jack Hibbs, my friend Jack, posted on his social media yesterday, seemingly out of the shadows, the efforts to select the Speaker of the House has come to a merciful and gracious conclusion. The United States Republican Congress has elected Representative Mike Johnson from the state of Louisiana. Mike is a true faith-practicing Bible believer, a loving, born-again follower of Jesus Christ who is involved in ministry as much as he is involved in the United States Congress. God has been merciful to us today and has granted us his protection. Pray for the speaker, Mike Johnson, as you are commanded to do in scripture. So this was a really exciting thing. Mike Ferris similarly uh, posted about uh, the appointment of Mike Johnson. He said, Mike speak, Mike Johnson is speaker. He's a good man and a good friend of mine. He's a solid believer with deep convictions. He was a champion of convention of states when he was in the Louisiana legislature, and he was a lawyer for ADF years ago. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Mike Johnson asked Mike Ferris to substitute for him speaking at an Answers in Genesis event when the chaos first erupted in the House. This is the best imaginable outcome. I could not agree more. I've had the privilege of meeting Mr. Johnson, and I want to play for you some of his opening remarks from his very first speech as Speaker of the House. 
in a matter like this. I, I believe that Scripture, the Bible, is <clears throat> very clear that, that God is the one that raises up those in authority. He raised up each of you, all of us. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country, and they deserve it, and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. All right, so that's just a little bit of Mike Johnson's speech before the uh, the Congress of the United States. You guys, we need to be praying for Mike now as he takes this very important position. We are at a critical point in uh, this in the nation right now, and a critical point around the world. We saw yesterday morning that uh, Israel is moving tanks now into Gaza. There is going to be a reckoning in Israel, and there needs to be. There absolutely needs to be this idea that we should somehow just, uh, you know, bury our heads in the sand and pretend that it doesn't matter that Hamas, under the direction clearly of the mullahs of Iran and being funded, unfortunately, by the United States, uh, has attacked the sovereign nation of Israel. And the Bible is very clear. The Bible says that he who blesses Israel will be blessed and he who curses Israel will be cursed. We need to stand in defense of the nation of Israel. Now, that's not to say that the Israel is a, is a Christian nation. A lot of you have written into me and said that this is a secular nation and these are the Jews. They've rejected the Lord. Yes, that's absolutely right. But God said, I chose you before the foundations of the earth. He, he chose, and this is God's prerogative. He chose the nation of Israel to be his treasured, he says, and this is a quote, his treasured possession. And so we need to pray for the salvation of Jews and Israel. We're at a pivotal point in the history of the world right now as it relates to the nation of Israel and what's happening here. I mean, I think we're on the on the brink, frankly, of World War III. And unfortunately, the United States, as you guys have heard me say many times, is in a very precarious situation right now. We Our military is weak. We care more about pronouns than we do about protecting the American people. The Biden administration is absolutely, uh, completely distracted by pronouns and all manner of stupidity in the culture, and they've taken on the culture wars. This is what always happens when the left takes over. They move these cultural issues to the front because these people are part of a neo-Marxist movement that is really hell-bent on upending modern culture and remaking it in the image of Karl Marx. And they're doing that first through a a cultural revolution, right? This is why you see the pushes in our libraries and the pushes in our schools toward the sexualization of children. They're distracting us from the things that are really important and we're injuring our children. This is all part of, an, of a neo-Marxist movement that is really birthed in our universities. And we see this, quite frankly, in critical race theory. I'm not going to go into it today because you guys have heard me talk about critical race theory till I'm blue in the face here. But it's these are uh, dangerous institutions, and we have very, very dangerous people. I'm thinking of Ilan Omar in the United States Congress right now. We've got Rashida Tlaib and the ridiculous uh, AOC. These are very unserious people, and they say that they're they're claiming anyway to lead our nation. But these are very serious times, and we need serious people. And more than that, we need people who are seriously committed to walking with the Lord in integrity. And Mike Johnson fits that bill. I praise God for him. I saw a lot of people on social media yesterday who've never heard of Mike Johnson before, but I think that also speaks to his character because this is not a guy 
who's been showboating around trying to get into the spotlight. And you see this in people like Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and, uh, and, and frankly, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. These names and these faces that we see so often in the news are literally doing nothing to help the country, but they sure are good at getting themselves in the news all the time. And Mike Johnson, a lot of people didn't know who he was because he's the opposite of that. And uh, Jesus said, if you want to be first in the kingdom of God, you should be a servant. And we need to get back to servant leadership. You heard me say a couple of days ago that it concerns me greatly that we have elevated our pastors to positions of celebrity and worship leaders and politicians. This is the opposite of what we should be doing. We do not want to be treating our politicians as if they were celebrities. They are called, in fact, to be public servants. That is why we elected them. And that is where we need to have our focus. Yesterday, late last night, uh, like many of you, I heard the horrific news of a mass shooting that took place in Maine. And uh, I was looking at this guy this morning a little bit. Obviously, this is a person who suffers from mental illness. So at the time of this recording, at least 18 people had lost their lives at the hands of this mass shooter. And we know that that number is likely going to go up. But it appears that on Wednesday night, two separate shooting incidents uh, resulted in the death of at least 18 people and dozens more injured. And at the time of this recording, they were still initiating a massive manhunt. In a fragmented world where anything goes, our children need a solid moral foundation that starts at home. They need you, mamas and daddies, to be the source of truth and to offer them the greatest gift of all, your time. Brave Books can help. The books included with your family subscription will bring your whole family together. You'll get a new book delivered each month that teaches on important topics such as critical race theory, the Second Amendment, and family. The books come with corresponding family activities and lessons that your family can use as a theme throughout your home and all month long. Let Brave Books help you because they've got this figured out. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. But the guy, the suspect, his name is Robert Card. He's only 40 years old. And the law enforcement is saying that he should be considered armed and dangerous. He'd recently threatened to shoot up a National Guard facility in Maine and reported mental health issues, including hearing voices. And uh, anyway, this obviously a very, very sad time for the families of those who have been lost. Murder is nothing new in this country. And of course, you're going to see now the gun, you know, the, the people who want to take your Second Amendment right away from you. They're going to come and say, if he hadn't had access to guns, this wouldn't have happened. I disagree. There are things called bombs we saw at the Boston Marathon years and years ago. You know, I'm old enough to remember when somebody made a bomb out of a pressure cooker and that killed people as well. So if murder is bound up in the heart of a human being or if he's got, you know, mental problems or it sounds like in this case, spiritual problems and mental problems. I mean, if this guy is hearing voices in his head, uh, no one's going to tell me that that's not demonic on a hundred different levels. So he's going to find a way to carry out the murder that was in his heart, regardless of whether or not he did it with a gun or a knife or a bomb or or flew an airplane into a building. 
as is what happened on 9-11. You're going to make airplanes illegal because someone flew an airplane into a building? No, we need to do a better job of paying attention to the signs of mental illness. But I know, and I know that you guys do too, that the left is going to use this as another attempt to take away the rights of American citizens to self-defense. And when our borders are literally hemorrhaging with illegal uh, migrants who are all men of fighting age, uh, listen, the last person's going to give up her weapon is Heidi St. John. I will not be doing that. And in fact, I will be doubling down and learning how to use my weapon better. Uh, my husband took me just a few weeks ago to a range, to a firing range, so I could get a little bit more comfortable with my weapon. And I, I would just encourage you, and if you haven't done it already, this is a really good time <laughs> to A, get your concealed weapons permit. If you live in the state of Washington like I do, it takes a little bit of time to do that, but it's a pretty easy process. You can get your concealed weapon permit. I know uh, that my family is loath to go anywhere without uh, carrying weapons with us uh, for self-defense. And I, I don't know why this is hard to understand for the left. Right. The people that murder people are not people like you and me. They're people with murder in their hearts and they're going to do it whether or not you give them access to a gun. And do we really think, I mean, as long as we're talking about it, do we really think that criminals in this country give two wits about whether or not they're carrying a weapon uh, is legal or illegal? If you've got murder in your heart already, you don't care about the law. You're not going to go, well, I was going to shoot, I was going to shoot the place up, but. You know, the Democrats made it illegal, so I guess I'm going to have to figure out another way to kill people. No, they're going to they're going to get access to the guns anyway. So all you're really doing is crippling the right of a of an innocent person to self-defense. It's a shameful thing to see the Democrats doing this and the hard left in this country. And uh, I hope more and more people say, nope, enough's enough. You guys, we should be having our eyes wide open right now. And uh, instead... The left wants to shroud the conversations with Islamophobia and transphobia and homophobia and uh, and you know it's 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 ridiculous. I frankly think we've reached a tipping point. I mean, we'll see if I'm right about this, but I think we've reached a tipping point. I think the American people are fed up with the ridiculous antics of the hard left in this country and the progressives who for three years pushed vaccines on people. And now we know the vaccines didn't work. Now we know that uh, people are dying for them. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the poster child for uh, the vaccine in Israel, an eight-year-old child, by the way, the nation of Israel, I mean, those guys are are vaxxed to the moon and back, right? One of the highest nations, uh, uh, the highest rate of vaccination in COVID was in Israel, one of the highest. And they had literally a little child was their poster boy for this. And uh, just a couple of days ago, earlier this week, he died from a heart attack. Uh, you're not going to tell me that that's not related. And so, you know, we know what happens when evil people have control of the nation. In fact, the Bible says that when the wicked people, when the wicked are in power, the righteous groan. But when the righteous are in power, the uh, the, the people rejoice. And we need righteous people in leadership. It's what I've been telling you guys. But I'm going to go back to what I said the other day because I think it's worth repeating. Over and over in scripture, if we want to stave off judgment, the way to do that is through repentance. The way to do that is to get on our knees and say, Lord, we're sorry. We've taken you out of our schools. We've removed you from our government. We've blasphemed your name in our universities. Our Christian universities are no longer proclaiming the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Our churches are in shambles. Lord, forgive us. 
judgment begins, the Bible says, in the house of the Lord. And we are very, very close in this nation to, uh, to I think, basically, you know, the harvest is coming in and we're going to start reaping what we have been sowing. If you haven't had the chance to uh, watch my friend, Pastor Jack Hibbs, on the Real Life Network, my show is also on that network. But if you haven't had a chance, last night he did a really important happening now with Amir Safardi of Behold Israel that aired at the Real Life Network. And you guys can probably watch that on replay. But he is an incredible speaker, Jack Hibbs is, for this time in history, talking about Israel's future uh, now and also in the coming tribulation. We know that when the church is raptured, that seven-year tribulation will begin, the first three and a half years of a precursor to the second part of the revel- of the tribulation where the wrath of God will literally be unleashed and poured out upon the earth. And so uh, I would encourage you to follow him. If you're not signed up for my Bible study, I'm taking everybody through the book of Revelation right now. That study is called People Get Ready. We are right now, we just finished the seal judgments, and now we're going to be heading into the trumpet judgments. It's a great time to jump in and get an idea of what I believe the Bible says is coming. And, you know, someone asked me the other day if I thought that the Antichrist was on the earth now. And, and I do. I think it's, I don't know for sure. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, all the signs are there. It wouldn't surprise me at all, but that the Antichrist is already roaming the earth. And the Bible's very clear. And when God says something, men and women, you can take it to the bank. You can take it to the bank. When God said that the nation of Israel was going to be gathered together and they would be a nation once again, it happened. When it, simple things, when God told Solomon, after Solomon cried out to God for wisdom, instead of asking him for wealth or riches or long life or the death of his enemies, he said, God, who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Bible records that God was so pleased that Solomon asked for wisdom and not for long life or money or fame or any of those things. He was so pleased that Solomon asked for wisdom that he made him the wisest person that has ever lived. The Bible said, because you've asked for this, I will give you what you have asked. And there will never be anyone as wise as you in all of human history. And whenever I ask people, you know, how many of you have heard of someone as wise as Solomon since the time of Solomon? The answer is always, well, there isn't one. Why not? Well, because God said there wouldn't be. And when God says something, uh, you know, we can count on it. I want to just encourage you to, uh, you know, keep your eyes uh, on the Western Pacific. Watch what's happening with with, uh, North Korea They are now accusing Israel of genocide in Gaza, and they're labeling the United States as an accomplice to this. We see what's happening in our universities. The amount of anti-Semitism in the United States right now is absolutely incomprehensible uh, to me. But we know that this is a result of the teaching that has come out of our woke universities and people who are, they hate the nation of Israel. They hate the Jews. We knew that this was going to happen, and in fact, it's here. So keep your eyes on what's happening uh, in the Western Pacific, this is an incredible time to be alive. Also, you, we're noticing, and um, uh, I hope you guys are watching this as well, but Iran is doing exactly what it is set out to do. I believe they're trying to provoke the United States into conflict as Russia and China stand behind Iran. The attacks on U.S. forces and our bases in the Middle East have absolutely tripled in the last few weeks. And I think that they're trying to bait us into World War III. Our nation needs wise leaders. And again, I praise God 
that he has installed, and God does that, that he has installed a wise and godly leader in the United States House of Representatives. We need it desperately right now. So be praying for Mike Johnson. Be praying for the people of uh, of the United States Congress right now as they are going to be dealing with a lot of really important issues in the days to come. And God said that he would never leave us and he would never forsake us. We know that we serve a God who answers prayer. He listens to us. His heart is to listen to us. His mercies are new every morning. And I believe that this was a mercy for our nation to have such a man for such a time as this. So I hope you guys will join me in praying for him. I also hope you guys have a wonderful weekend uh, and loving, you know, love your people. You guys heard me say it a whole bunch of times. We have some really neat things coming up at Firmly Planted Family. And if you're anywhere in the Portland, Metropolitan, Vancouver, Washington area, I want to invite you. My friend, Pastor Rob McCoy, is going to be right here at Firmly Planted Family for an event that we are calling Whatever the Cost, Reclaiming Your Constitutional Rights, How One Pastor Took on the COVID Mandates and one. That is happening November 18th at 7 p.m. You can get your free tickets by going to firmlyplantedaction.org. If you guys would like to participate in a fundraiser event for us, Rob's going to come in a little bit early and do a meet and greet, and those tickets are $50. That $50 is helping Firmly Planted Action get up off the ground, and we really appreciate that as well. But you're going to want to uh, save your space there. I believe that that space is going to fill up fast. We have room for about 300, and after that, that event will be sold out. So thank you guys so much for listening today. We appreciate you. If you'd like to support this podcast, the best way to do that is to become a subscriber to the show. And you can do that by hopping on over to Spotify. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I will see you right back here again after the weekend is over at the intersection of faith, 